Welcome to the Disney View Podcast. Dave is a dreamer and an engineer. He's a one-time cast member, and he's been to Disney World literally hundreds of times. Listen in as he talks about one of his favorite things, the Walt Disney World Resort in Orlando, and occasionally beyond the Orlando theme park. And now, here's your host. Please stand clear of the podcaster. Por favor, manténganse alejado del David. Hey everyone, it's Dave. Welcome to another edition of Dave's Disney View Podcast. Well, I get the question sometimes, it comes to me that people ask, hey, you're a local, can you help me with more extensive travel planning, or can you recommend a travel planner who can help me plan my Disney vacation? And that's a difficult question to answer for me. I can help you with the general stuff, give you some recommendations about where to stay. But that leads me around to a thought about having an affiliate partnership with a authorized Disney travel agent. So uh, you can find a new link on my uh, show notes page and over at DisneyPodcast.net to a, a company called Destinations in Florida. Now you're saying to yourself, Destinations in Florida, gee, I may have heard of them, but I don't know anything about them. So I'm going to help you out. I've got along with me Shannon uh, Bonadour, who's here to talk about Destinations in Florida. So I'll bring Shannon on. Shannon, how are you doing today? I'm doing wonderful, David. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. It's another beautiful Florida day, and we're headed into the fall, which is going to make things great around here. Wonderful. So, Shannon, you're uh, you're with Destinations in Florida, and uh, you you're obviously we've talked a little bit, and you're obviously someone who's very familiar and very passionate about Disney planning. And I wonder if you could tell us a little bit about what you do. Well, to start off, I'm a Disney uh, authorized Disney travel planner. So my job is is to educate guests and help them plan the their Disney vacation, but to make it perfect, to make it magical, to make it everything that they want their Disney vacation to be. So many guests come to Disney that have never been to Disney before, and they don't know where to start, where to begin. That's my job. My job is to get them to know all the parks and the resorts prior to them taking their vacation. That's cool, because, you know, that's one thing that I notice is, you know, there are a lot of people out there. If I, you know, if I go out on some of the boards and I'm, you know, people send me emails and things like that, I, you know, that's a question that comes up. I've never been there. Um, where do I start? And that's always one of the toughest questions to answer. You know, for me as a, as a local, I can answer general stuff. It's fine. But where do I start? That's always the hardest question. Um, yes, it is. And one of the things, one of the very first questions that I ask a guest, besides, have you ever been to Disney, and you get, no, I have not, is... What What is their most memorable vacation they've ever taken with their family? Say mm-hmm. if it's been to the Grand Canyon or maybe to Hawaii. That is where we want to start first with their travel planning. That way we get them into the resort that's going to best suit them and their family's needs and wants for their vacation. Excellent. You know, and then the the question that always comes around is people, you know, think about, well, it's, you know, it's a, it's a park for kids. You know, it's something that we do, you know, like a family vacation. But I think you and I would probably agree that that's not always the case. Um, it could be much more than that if you want it to be. It can be so much more than that. Um, on a daily basis, I'm planning vacations for honeymooners, uh, adults that are retired, um, single adults, um, adults without children. And... It's a park that, and it's a resort, I should say, that caters to everyone. You can go and have romantic dinners alone on the balcony of the Grand Floridian or a cruise on the, on the Grand One on Bay Lake. 
you can change it up to be a vacation that is a vacation that is all about and specifically centered around you. And I think that is probably, that's the greatest statement right there about what Disney is and what the Disney Resort is all about. Um, I had done a podcast uh, about 10 podcasts ago that was 100 things that you could do at Disney that included a lot of these offbeat things that were like one-of-a-kind experiences that Disney offers. And I was amazed when I started looking at it. You know, th that was just the 100 I came up with. There's probably another 1,000 that I didn't even think of. Right. Um, and it was amazing to me. Even the 100 that I came up with, I probably only did 60 or 70 of them. And, and I've been there, you know, hundreds of times. And I think to myself, how does that happen? And then, and then I realized just how broad the offerings are that Disney has and the packages and the amazing things that they're able to do mm -hmm. um, for guests and just to make it really interesting. Um, so uh, let's, let's, uh, let's talk a little bit about what you, you know, how someone would get started. So they contact you. Um, now, is there, you know, is, are they any, under any obligations if they contact you to, to go through the process? No, they're under no obligation when they contact me to go ahead and, and even start to even quote or even begin to plan um, different vacations for them to Disney. Once they contact us and we get some basic information down, the size of the party that's traveling and the age of, if they have any children uh, traveling with them, that's something that's very, very big for us to know because that's going to start with some of, like you said, some of these experiences, special experiences with the Bibbidi Bobbidi Boo Boutique or the Pirate League, you know, different things for different ages. Um, we have teenagers, you know they're going to be spending time riding all of those roller coasters. So you're going to want to be planning some itineraries that are specifically around them. Um, once we get some of those questions done and answered, that's when I go ahead and I start finding the resorts that best fit them, the Disney dining plan as well, and the tickets and how long they're going to stay. And then we go from there. So the guests will have several quotes in front of them, packages is what we call them, to go through and, and discuss with the family which package best fits them. And then we go from there. And I think that's great because, you know, that, that's always the, it's always the question, you know, when people come in and they go, well, I'm not really sure where to start, but, you know, it's going to cost me something or it's, you know, it's, it's not, it may not be what I want or that kind of a thing. But I think you're opening up the possibilities there to a lot of different experiences and with no obligation, what has somebody got to lose for going and trying it out if they really want to get a, a great Disney vacation for themselves? Absolutely. There is no, there's no deposits. There is no, nothing for our services as far as that goes at all. And actually, there isn't any, uh, any money for our services for planning your entire trip. That is all taken care of through Disney itself. We're just here to plan your vacation and make sure it's as magical as possible. See, that's great. And that's that's where people should, you know, go ahead and contact Destinations in Florida and contact Shannon and get a little feel for uh, for their vacation. I think it's a great way to start. Hey, Shannon, so you don't live in Florida, but you get to the Disney parks regularly? Yes, I do. I am in Walt Disney World and or Disneyland Anywhere between six to ten times a year. Wow. That's pretty amazing, you know, considering you, you go to both and, uh, and are able to travel around like that. Yes. But do uh, you have any favorite attractions you like? Oh, my favorite all-time attraction is the Haunted Mansion. I can't Great disagree with you. <laughs> <laughs> I can't disagree with you. That's a, that's a great attraction. <laughs> it is. I love how um, the facade of, of the mansion is, is built mm -hmm. and, and the attraction itself. There's 
so many details into that ride that honestly, as many times as I've ridden it, I can still find something that is new inside that I've never seen before. It's amazing. Yeah, that that's cool about the um, a lot of the Imagineered attractions like that, where they're you know, especially the dark rides, where they put so much attention into it, into that detail that you you don't see things all the time. Yes, exactly, exactly. Um, so let's uh, I'll go the, I'll go a different route. What uh, what's your favorite resort? It can be at Disneyland or Disney World. <laughs> My favorite resort. And which is hard for me because I, I love to let everyone know about this resort because it is so amazing. And that's Disney's Polynesian Resort. To me, that is so many resorts in one because you can feel like you're in Hawaii and yet you're in Florida. You're right in Disney World. And it's, it is so relaxing and it is, there's so much detail that goes into that resort and all of the grounds and the landscaping. It's just, it's a breathtaking resort. I, I love their pool personally. I think it's just an amazing pool with the uh, with the volcano, the volcano in the back. Oh yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> I think that's really cool, and you can't beat the view from you get from there because you can actually see Cinderella's castle from the uh, from the beach and out by the pool. Yes, there really is not a bad view at all uh-huh. anywhere on the Polynesian property. Mm-hmm. And I was just talking with a, a friend of mine who was who's coming down um, to go to uh, to go to Disney, and he was asking me, should I should I eat the Kona Cafe? And I went, absolutely. What, how can you beat it? It's right there in the Polynesian, and you got the monorail passing by. It's it's great. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And you don't want to miss out on Ohana's. Ohana's is a favorite, favorite of mine, and favorite of hundreds of thousands of guests that may not even be staying at the Disney Polynesian Resort, but know about Ohana's, and that is one restaurant that. I get a request for every time. I actually have a guest right now that had me change his entire trip vacation reservation solely around getting that reservation into Ohana's. That's cool. Yeah. So it is a restaurant not to miss. And I, and I love the way Disney does you know handles that too because Ohana means family and and since it's a Hawaiian theme they put Lilo and Stitch in there which I thought was really clever. Yeah. Nice yeah. little nice little touch to the whole thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> So you, you mentioned you mentioned Ohana that people like that. What's your favorite restaurant? My favorite restaurant I have to I have to say is Ohana's. All right, that is one that I have to make sure that I get into. Or my second favorite, La Cellier in Canada. You can't go wrong with that La Cellier. Yeah, La Cellier is a, a fun restaurant. It's just and the food's good. You can't... Food is excellent. It's hard to get into sometimes. Mm-hmm. Reservations. That's why I like the food and wine festival at Epcot. If I can't get into La Cellier, I know I'm going to get that famous Canadian cheese soup at Food and Wine Festival. <laughs> yes, the Canadian cheese soup. That is, that is, right. That's the best. So that kind of helps the hurt if I can't get my dining reservations yeah. in La Cellier at that time. You do what you want. And, you know, that's something, you know, another tip for people, just a general tip. You know, make sure you're making your dining reservations far enough in advance where you have time to, uh, to plan for some of the things that, that you want to do. Um, dining reservations can be made 180 days in advance, typically. Uh, so you want to make sure that you're putting them out there cl- as close to 180 days out as you can so that we have a chance to at least have a possibility of going to a, a restaurant like La Cellier that fills up quickly. And, David, that's something that we do as well. When we're planning a guest uh, vacation, our agents take care of everything, dining reservations, special experience reservations. And we have all of the menus to all of the restaurants that are on property. So as we're talking with the guests and planning their trip, we find out what type of cuisine they and their family like to dine on. And then we go ahead and send send the guests the menus to those restaurants. We're the ones that 180 days out at 7 a.m. are making those dining reservations so that our guests don't have to worry about it. They don't have to stress over 
trying to get in or not knowing exactly what restaurant to choose. And that's just another one of our free services that we offer. That's incredible because, you know, as a, as a guest who, like I say, I plan myself, sometimes I miss out on things or have to re- rearrange my schedule a little bit to try and get the experiences that I want. Mm-hmm. But the trade-off for me is I live close enough and I'm going three or four times a year where it's really not a big deal for me. You know, I'll pick right. and choose what I want. And that works for me. Right. But that right. doesn't work for everybody. No. Especially if you're going to be, you know, having a big vacation to come to Florida or, or Disneyland for, for some period of time. And you're saving up for it and you're coming for the week and you want to have all the things that you want to do. And you may not make it back for another five to, five to seven years or longer. Well, and that's true. There are a lot of guests that this is the vacation that they do and they won't be back for two to plus, you know, plus years. And you want to make sure that they get all the highlights. You are never going to see everything that you want to see or are going to see in one vacation at Disney World. It's just impossible to do. You will be back. <laughs> and um, that is, that's, that's a great piece of advice that, right there. And that's the, the number one piece of advice I give to people when they, um, when they talk about uh, doing some Disney planning. I'm like, just take a deep breath. And remember that you're not going to see everything, right? <laughs> right, right. We try to tell the guests, please don't stress over if you're not going to be able to get on the Peter Pan ride. Mm-hmm. That is a very popular attraction, David, you know as well. Oh, yeah. Where it's a 90-minute wait sometimes. Mm-hmm. And even with a fast pass. And the, the key to the, to the whole vacation so that you're not stressed and, you, and you're not um, overwhelmed is that I'm not going to see everything. But I do know that I'm going to be able to come back. Put it on your list for the next trip. There you go. And that you know that sometimes it's it's about you know thinking about you know you may know as a as a guest some of the things that you want to do. You have some signature attractions that you want to do, or some dining experiences you've heard about that you may want to do. Um, but uh, you know you go ahead and set those up, and you can talk to Shannon about other things that may fit into your the style of things you want to do as well. Uh, and then you start to build that that. Uh, group of things you want to do and as you're there maybe you start thinking about hey that was cool that looks like it'd be fun i want to do that next time or i heard about a this and how's that you know and you can ask questions and you know as you plan your next trip you can start thinking about those those other things you want to do and that's another free service that we do offer as well david is there our itinerary planning that's not something that not every uh, travel agent in the world offers um, it is specific to our agency where we find out what rides um, the guests really and the attraction that they really want to see on this trip. So if it's their first trip, we uh, tell them the highlights, the very special ones that you really, really don't want to miss. We put those into a workable itinerary each day of their vacation. And with the way that we have everything set up between knowing when uh, crowd levels are, um, park times, when to get a fast pass, when to not, we can usually save anywhere between 25 to 30 minutes of waiting time in those lines. Oh, that's cool. That's a nice service. I, I yeah. wasn't even aware of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very nice. Because you know, there are some people, I know there are people out there who are my listeners who are Uber planners and like to really get into it and know what they're doing, you know, m- maybe not every minute of every day, but for a large part of the day. Right. And that's great. You know, if that's, if that's the way you plan, then more power to you and it's all good and Shannon can help you with that. And if you want to plan a little bit more loosey, goosey, and just do what you want to do, um, I believe you can help them with that as well. Oh, absolutely. And, and the other things um, that we offer as well is uh, for people who are traveling with loved ones or children with disabilities, um, maybe one of their loved ones that's going to be traveling with them has autism. And I have that very close to my heart because I have a son who is disabled and also has autism. So I've spent many, many years perfecting 
the itineraries for families with uh, children or loved ones with uh, disabilities that but want to travel to Disney World and have a magical, magical vacation. See, and that's a great point. I, I, um, I have a friend who has a son with autism, and... Um, I actually decided that I was going to. I asked him if there was a charity I could support through my through my podcast endeavors here, and we. Um, he decided he'd like to um, uh, like to uh, work with uh, the autism uh, uh, autismspeaks.org organization. Yes. Um, so I have a, I have a link on my website. If anyone's interested in learning more about it or donating to the cause, whether financially or your time, please do feel free to visit the site and just do it. Um, there's no there's no personal thing with me here. It's just a connection that I have because of my friend, and I get nothing back for this. I'm just doing it for the greater good in that sense because I think a podcast should be about a little bit more than just me. Um, so please do you know take a look at the site and uh, volunteer your time or your, or your money um, to helping uh, children with autism. I think everyone should have an opportunity to go to Disney. And everyone should be have a great time, and so that's you know that's a great point. And I you know I just wanted to remind people about that. I've been looking for a way to kind of expand that thought a little bit. I just haven't figured out how to do it, but there's a great opportunity. Mm-hmm. Well, there's so much to do down at, Dis- at Disney, um, even for children with autism. Um, one thing that David you might not know yet, but uh, the AMC theaters at Downtown Disney. Several times throughout the month, they have movies that they play, which is, you know, the movies that are out currently, but they do it in a sensory-friendly environment. The movies aren't as loud. They offer headphones as well. It's something that I just recently learned about a few months ago. You know, it's funny that you say that. I just read something about that yesterday. I was planning up my next uh, news podcast, and I just happened to read that, and it just... Timing is everything. Yeah, isn't that nice? <laughs> that is a really great nice. thing that they're offering. It is, it is. And that's something that I'm expanding as well. Um, I was just on the Disney Fantasy back in March. Um, amazing, amazing cruise line. <laughs> and But with our guests that have children with disabilities or autism, that's something that I needed to see. What What is a guest going to need to have to bring for their child in order to take a cruise on the Disney Cruise Line? Sure, yeah, exactly, because you, now you're away from home and you don't have the ability to get a lot of things that you might need. Right. So you need to think about what you need to take with you. Exactly. Yeah, very exactly. good. Yes, I'm learning so many new things from my friend. It's interesting. I, <laughs> I never really thought about it, but it's, it's a really amazing thing to me because, you know, I've always gone to Disney and never really thought twice. I see people with disabilities or autism or whatever, and they're being treated as equally as everyone else, no issues there, but it just I never really thought twice about it. That is something that is... Um, with all of the different um, vacation destinations that are out there in the world or theme park um, destinations throughout the world, Disney is the one of a few theme park, uh, when I want to say vacation destinations that I've seen, that that is very, very dear to their hearts, that um, a family that comes with uh, a family member, a loved one that has a disability, that's something that Disney is very, very attentive to and make sure that they have everything that they need and that their experience while they're there visiting is very, very magical. That's, that's great because that's the important thing. You know, you want it to be magical for everyone. Um, you know, everyone comes away from there happy. That was one of my favorite things. I was a cast member for about a year, and my favorite thing about being a cast member was it's an industry where everybody is coming in the door having a happy experience. Now, there are incidents and things that happen. It's going to, you know, obviously. Right. But in the general sense, you know, 99% of the people that are coming in there are having fun. And how yeah. could you not love working in that environment in that sense? You know, it's just, it was amazing. Well, that, that's with me. I, I enjoy, I so enjoy my job. 
I get to plan hundreds of thousands of vacations to Disney World, and each vacation is different. I learn something each vacation with each guest and how they want to have their vacation set up, and I come away every day. I'm just in a happy mood. How could you not? Exactly. Vacations to the happiest place on earth, and everyone is having a great time. I get excited when our guests will give me a call or send me a text or send me a photograph while they're down there on vacation having a great time. It's just it's awesome. amazing. That's awesome. You know, you get that you get that that quick connection with it, and it's almost like you're there. Exactly. Well, we become um, we become close. Where I actually know my guests. I know what it is that they want. And when we're planning anywhere between six months out to a year out, I really get to know each and every one of them. Mm. And they become a part of, of my life. That's cool. It's kind of like having an extended family. Yeah, <laughs> in, a, in a way. And, and that's what I found in just doing this podcast. Similar type of thing where I just feel like I have a connection with people. You know, I just happen to know a little more because I've been there more often, but I'm just a guy doing a podcast and having some fun, right? That's because, right. and I have that connection and people will contact me and go, Hey, I'm having a great time. Thanks for this tip. And it's like, yay. Yeah. Isn't that the greatest feeling ever? <laughs> it is. It's really neat. Or you hear from somebody and they go, Hey, thanks for that podcast about it. it gave me some good ideas. Hey, that's great. I'm so excited about it. It's... Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Anything that we can do to make that experience perfect or better for that guest that's going to, going to travel is to me is, is exactly what I'm trying to achieve. And that's really cool, just to make, make everybody's vacation magical. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> that's what it's all about. So any other tips you'd like to share? Um, anything else, you know, any other uh, little uh, nuggets that, that you want to share with anyone? To me, you can never over-plan okay. Disney vacation. Try and plan as far out as you can. We usually recommend anywhere between six months to a year. Um, that gives you ample time to be able to do all the research and reading that we're going to be giving you to plan your vacation. We can get you in the resort that you want and the dining reservations that you want. That's a really, really important thing to, to try and, and do when you're getting ready to plan a Disney vacation is plan far enough out. We can still do it with just a few days' notice, but try and plan far enough out. The other thing is, is um, to go into it knowing that it's not always going to be perfect. There's going to be a little hiccup here or there. But even with those little hiccups, whether it's your plane is, is delayed an hour and a half or two hours, or maybe the crowds are a little bit higher than what we had anticipated it to be, take a deep breath, look around, look at the castle, see that breathtaking view, and know I am in Disney World. <laughs> That's exactly it. I take those moments once in a while, you know, like I say, I go regularly, my kids are there with me, and sometimes I feel a little frustrated, but I just take that deep breath and soak it in for a moment, and everything just melts away again. And I have to say, for as many times as I've been there, as soon as I make that turn around onto Main Street and see that castle, I forget about everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's something kind of special about it. For me, it's when I go through the, underneath the uh, train station. It starts oh, there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just yep, something absolutely. cool about it. You start hearing the music, and you can start seeing the singing and the dancing. And I'm one that, if they're out there singing and dancing, I start doing it, too. It embarrasses my brother-in-law to no end. But <laughs> well, that's a good enough reason to do it right there. Exactly, but where else can you do that? That's true. Where else can you go ahead and wear mouse ears everywhere? Yeah, and, not, and nobody looks at you funny. No, no one. No one. As a matter of fact, they look and they go, where did you get those sets? Because now Disney has so many different sets uh-huh. and variations of the mouse ears. 
And I got to tell you too, um, and this is for anyone who's listening, you know, obviously uh, solo travel planning is, is something that you can do and something you can take on. And I've been there many times by myself and it's a, it's a totally different experience, but I got to tell you the cast members really make it kind of special because they'll, they'll single you out. They'll stop and talk to you because they see you by yourself. And it's really kind of cool in a, in a strange way because you wind up having these conversations that you would have probably never had anyway. Um, but you just have an opportunity to like interact with people and it, it makes a different experience for the whole trip. It's really kind of neat. It does, and I have to say the cast members at Disney are, they're just amazing. They really are. Um, I was there a year ago um, with my son by myself for a couple of days until my husband could catch up with us, and they could see that I was there by myself. And they took extra care of myself and my son because he's kind of heavy to get in and out of the rides, and they made sure that they were with us and that we could ride the rides as many times as we wanted while we were on that particular ride which on some of them, I was ready to get off after the first or second time around. My son, on the other hand, had a different idea. Let's go again. <laughs> and there's only so many times you can go around on Winnie the Pooh, I thought. Well, no, you can go around a lot more. <laughs> well, you can go looking for hidden Mickeys while you're on the ride or something. Exactly. And then there's times where those cast members will see you, and you'll get that extra special pin. Or my son actually ended up being... Um, the graveyard caretaker for the day at the Haunted Mansion. Oh, how cool. That was something that I didn't know Disney even had. See, that's another thing. You know, those are the surprises that await you around any corner. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Or if, you know, as far as having lunch, if you're there by yourself, let's say if you're there by yourself and you're there and you have a disability, you're in a wheelchair or one of those hover rounds, the Disney cast members are going to take care of you. They will get you your trays the quick service restaurants. They'll take you to seating areas. You're not going to have to worry about anything. Everything is taken care of. See, I love that. And, you know, that was, to me, that was the fun part about being a cast member is you got to make someone's experience magical. Exactly. And I always make sure that, um, well, especially that particular day, I went right to City Hall. And I took down every cast member's name because I got to know them. And as we're talking to them, as they're standing in line with us or helping us out, and I went to City Hall to, to let them know these cast members were amazing and should be recognized for all that they have done. Yeah, and thanks for reminding me about that. I, I mention this every once in a while on the podcast. But don't forget, folks, if you're, if you're listening, that you can always do that. If you have a magical experience with a cast member, write down their names and just stop by City Hall or drop an email when you get home. There's a couple of email addresses you can use. And tell people about, uh, tell, tell Disney about the cast members that had, gave you outstanding uh, customer care. Mm -hmm. It's a great way to say thank you to them because... In a way, they're just doing a job, and it's nice to get a little thanks and, you know, have someone appreciate what you're doing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because they love their job. They're there to make sure that your experience is magical, and you can't say enough no. about the Disney cast members. No, definitely. That's true. Well, that's cool. Shannon, thank you for joining me on this podcast. Thank you, David, for having me. It was, it was great. And so you can, uh, you can reach out to us, uh, Shannon, if you uh, see the link on my show notes page or on DisneyPodcast.net. Uh, it'll say Destinations in Florida. Uh, I wrote, the ad rotates periodically, so it, you'll just look for the logo there, and you can uh, request a quote, talk to Shannon, find out a little bit more about Destinations in Florida, find out a little bit more about your, your uh, Disney planning, and uh, go out there and have a magical trip. And that's my podcast for this week. And remember, if we can dream it, we really can do it. Bye now. Thank you for taking a ride with us on the Dave's Disney View podcast. Show notes, more information about this podcast, and about other great podcasts on the web can be found at DisneyPodcast.net. 
Also, you'll find some links to Dave's iPhone applications. See and share hidden Mickeys or organize your pins when you go pin trading. Our thanks go to Craig, also known as Sounda Music. Craig produced the original music you hear in this podcast. You can find Craig's work at ReverbNation.com slash SoundA. Also, our thanks go to Doug at GeekAcres.net for his continued contributions to the show. Now, please gather your personal belongings and watch your head and step as you exit. Show number 110.